This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good afternoon. Bear down, baby. Yes, sir. Bears fans, this is Take the North with your hosts, David Hall. There has been a lot in what promises to be a busy offseason, whether it's speculation over the number one draft pick and Justin Fields being traded or the execution of the closing on the land in Arlington Heights. And Dan Weeder. The 2023 Bears are made for the offseason. They are a dream in terms of content, in terms of debates, in terms of talking points, in terms of developments. We're just getting started. We're going to take the North and never give it back. Welcome to the Take the North podcast. I am David Haw, along with Dan Wiederer. This is Draft Day, our Draft Day special here on the Take the North podcast. You can get it on your free Odyssey app. You can watch us on the 670 Score YouTube page. We are going to make our Bears first-round draft picks by each of us, me, Dan, Adam Sadzinski, our ace producer. It is Draft Day, quickly to become Draft Night. The Bears are no longer on the clock. That's the Carolina Panthers, but they will pick ninth, Dan. Anticipation building, speculation churning. It's been a long wait, but here we are. It's like going through the front gates of Disneyland. You know, the journey to get there was long. It was arduous, uh, you know, kind of Griswold-esque at times. And here we are. We've made it to the theme park, and Thursday night will be a culmination of all of that. Hopefully, uh, it, it results in the same type of Excitement, David. I had a, a chance uh, to, to be on a conference call a week ago with Mark Dominic, who was a general manager with the, the Buccaneers uh, for five years and was in their personnel department for 12 years before that. And he called this the most exhilarating part of the job and just said that for those who are in front offices, the um, desire to get to this stage, to feel that anticipation, to put that anxiety into action uh, just has a rush that people in NFL buildings know very well. And obviously by extension on the periphery, we have uh, experienced it as well. It's tremendous theater. It's great drama. It's the kind of thing over three days that can make or break careers of executives. It can create and establish legacies for some guys. 
some executives are better at drafting than they are in, you know, luring free agents and signing those guys, some scouts, you know, this is the way they make their money. They get on a table, they make a case and they enjoy watching the career of the guy that they bet on big time pay off. So what we're going to do here is we are going to make our picks individually, start with me, then with Dan, and then finish up with studs. And we will talk about each of our decisions and why, I don't know if there'll be any huge surprises. So I guess we don't need a drum roll. (laughs) Who needs Roger Goodell? I think we're going to jump from one to nine and talk about with the Bears, number nine pick in the 2023 NFL. Hold on a second. Oh, wait. Uh Oh, Uh -oh. (laughs) Uh -oh. no. I'm sorry. This this is the post myself. Hold on. Wait. Bijan Robinson, no matter what. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. I need to put that aside. I need to put it, but I need to regather. All right. So I am not going to, I'm going to ignore the post-it note against my better judgment. Perhaps <laughs> I'm going to take a deep breath and with the ninth overall pick, the Chicago bears will and should select Paris Johnson, Jr. The offensive tackle from the Ohio State University. Why, you ask? Good question. They need a left tackle. He is athletic. He is a scheme fit. You can't say that he isn't. I know that he has maybe shortcomings. He's not the greatest. He's not against great against bull rushes and everything that we have overanalyzed. I think he gets the edge over Peter Skronsky, barely, over Darnell Wright, barely, over Broderick Jones, barely. It's all very close. You can talk to guys who do this for a living, and they'll have disparities, and they'll have the reasons. Paris Johnson Jr., to me, is the most predictable NFL offensive tackle because of his size, because of everything I just described. And also, he's a plug-and-play guy. He is your left tackle. Go with him in week one. Braxton Jones, congratulations. You had a good rookie year. Now you're going to have a better one on the right side. The Bears are going to find their best five. I'd be shocked if Paris Johnson Jr. isn't one of them. I think he should be. Yeah. Is that the safe pick? Absolutely. Is the home run potentially Bijan Robinson or Jalen Carter, who probably won't be on the board at the time in my prediction? Yeah, those might be better, bigger, longer, further home runs. But you need a double in the gap. You can't whiff, Ryan Poles. Take Paris Johnson Jr. That's the smartest pick. It's also the safest one, and it would be mine. Studs, before we came on the air, I apologized in advance for the theatrics that I was going to perform in making my pick. Little did I know that David had already put post-it notes behind him on his wall, and he had props (laughs) ready to go to uh, steal the stage right out of the gates. And so now it comes to my opportunity. (laughs) <laughs> it comes to my opportunity to perform. We've spent all these months analyzing. It's a chance to perform now, to get out there and, and, and be a little theatrical. So I will tell you this. The Chicago Bears did not have a first-round pick last year in Ryan Poles' first year as a general manager. The Chicago Bears did not have first-round picks in 2019 and 2020 by extension of the Cleo Mack trade. So the last time that the Bears have had first-round picks were in 2021, in 2018. So I got out my archives and I dusted them off and tried to see what was I saying before those drafts on draft day. And so we'll rewind to 2018 when David was still working at the Chicago Tribune and we were colleagues and we, we were asked, as we always were, to make our selection in print for what they would do in 2018 Uh-oh. 
with the number eight pick. You get a you get a, a forgiveness token on this one because your selection was Quentin Nelson, who was taken before the Bears picked. So there's nothing wrong with that pick. David said he's big, he's strong, and he's nasty. Forget that the Bears hired Nelson's position coach in the offseason. They could have added Rudy to their staff, and this would have made perfect sense. How eloquent. <laughs> Across the page on the, on the, the sports cover of the Chicago Tribune, uh, Dan Weeder selected Roquan Smith from Georgia. And Quentin Nelson, Minka Fitzpatrick, Smith. If Ryan Pace lands any of those three Thursday night, he'll sleep easy. Still, the Butkus Award winner brings speed, instincts, and leadership. Honk, honk, as Melvin Scott would say. Got that one right on the head. So then we fast forward through the two years where the Bears didn't get the pick in the first round, and we had 2021. And in the Tribune on the website when we were doing our fill-in-the-blank exercise, this was the question I was asked to fill-in-the-blank for. In a best-case scenario, the player the Bears will be introducing is blank. <clears throat> Dan Weeder writes, Justin Fields. If Fields slips a bit Thursday night, the Bears should be ready to put a jetpack on their leapfrag, leapfrogging strategy, working to shoot inside the top 10 to scoop up the Ohio State quarterback. Fields' talent and potential is obvious. His ability to be a dual-threat weapon is attractive. He can threaten opposing defenses in a variety of ways and is certainly proven as an off-script playmaker. His size, speed, and arm strength are all NFL caliber. None of this is to say that Fields is a can't-miss prospect who will be a difference-making starter deep into the 2020s no matter where he lands. But for a quarterback-needy team like the Bears, the dice roll on potential would be well worth making. Wow. Hold on. Right, Stop right there for a moment. <laughs> I have two thoughts. Number one, let me download my FanDuel app so I can figure <laughs> out who you're going to tell me so I can put money on that person for the Bears picking at number nine. And number two... Every Bears fan listening is thinking the same thing right now. My God, that was the last time Dan Weeder were like Justin Fields. <laughs> that was the last time that Dan Weeder was right, probably. But no, I'm, <laughs> I'm right all the time. And let's continue this performance okay. with what I wrote earlier this week on ChicagoTribune.com. The player I'm projecting the Bears to take with their top pick Thursday night is repeat alert here ohio state offensive tackle paris johnson because of the bears need and because of the drop off in talent at the position it feels logical for polls to take his big swing at stabilizing the offensive line on the draft's first night that's the most practical approach even with a multitude of appealing options likely available and while it's a coin flip for me between johnson and peter skaronsky it's hard to look past the ohio state standouts prototypical size and long-term upside as espn analyst todd mcshay said of johnson last week he's still developing but he has Great wingspan, great length. He's mobile. He's a good player who I think is going to be a reliable and solid starter in the league. I will tack on to that, that hearing Ian Cunningham on Tuesday afternoon talk about the attraction that the Bears have to offensive tackles that show size, athleticism, and competitive spirit further affirms my belief that Paris Johnson is the guy they want, the guy that they will take if he is available to them at number nine, two for two. I'm hopeful that this episode is not a boring episode and Studs has got somebody different than Paris Johnson. And just for the record, <laughs> so people know before we get to Studs' pick, we did not compare notes. We did not talk to each other beforehand about who we were going to pick. And I don't remember seeing that on the website. So this is very much we have talked about all the possibilities. We have talked about all the scenarios and we arrived basically at the same place on draft day. Honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have your track record, Dan. I have a lot of, all I've got is a post-it note and some props. 
All right. Well, I don't I don't have anything flashy like that. And I don't have a history of pick making, although I will say like everything you said about Justin Fields in 2021, Dan, was what I was thinking going into that draft. Best case scenario, Justin Fields slips, they trade up and get him. And that, obviously that's what happened. I actually funny story. I was working the Cubs game that night watching the draft and losing my mind when they, when I saw the bears move up to a number 11 and it was really hard to focus on the game. Don't listen to this Mitch Rosen. Uh, it's it was two years ago. I think I'm in the clear. I didn't make a mistake too. Uh, right. All right. So, all right. I, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to do a last second switch here. Cause I don't want us to be just boring. Cause I was going to pick Paris Johnson. So let's let, we'll make a hard right turn and I'll go to my backup pick who I was leaning more towards in the last three hours. We had Matt Bowen on the Bernstein and home show on the score. And we asked him, they asked him about B. John Robinson. Uh-huh. And Matt said, he is the best player in this draft. Full stop. Well, he went on after that, but basically full stop for me. He's the best player in this draft. So if B. John Robinson is available at number nine, the Chicago bears should take him. He is the best player in this draft. He immediately makes your offense better. And he shouldn't be looked at as just a running back. I was talking with Lawrence Holmes after the show, or before Correct. the show. He's an athlete. He can do everything that you <laughs> ask him to do. And so I actually, I really thought you were gonna, you were gonna go with this, David. So I'm, I'm taking B. John Robinson, and I'm not looking back. He's more than just a running back. He is, as I said, the best player in this draft. He makes your offense better immediately. He helps Justin Fields. An offensive lineman would help him too. I think that's probably what they're going to do. What I would do is if B. John Robinson is there at number nine, you got to take him, and he immediately makes your offense so much better. Now you're talking about an offense with Justin Fields, dynamic quarterback, B. John Robinson, dynamic running back, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, Cole Komet. That actually sounds like a real NFL offense. That could be a really good NFL offense if they sort out the offensive line, and I realize I'm passing on offensive linemen to do this. But so, you have nine other picks after, I mean, after it's Thursday true. night to address true. that line. See, see I, I mean, Adam, if you kept talking and, and we kept going, I <laughs> definitely could be talked into this because... Selling a little or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast.
Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. What I'm, when, I, when I'm picking Paris Johnson, and I think that's the way it's going to go, I'm really trying hard to stay consistent and I'm trying hard to stay within like the confines. This is, you're trying to stay disciplined, right? And it's very difficult sometimes to do that in whatever decision you're making, because I said it on, on the Mullen Haw show and I will repeat it all day until they make the pick. I wouldn't necessarily officially recommend that they draft uh, B. John Robinson or, or maybe I wouldn't endorse it necessarily, but I certainly wouldn't criticize it at all. And it'd be easy to get behind it for reasons you just articulated. Well, I think that he is the one of the maybe two best players in this draft. And if that's the case, you very easily could sell that to a fan base, especially if you're Ryan Poles and you're not thinking about having to necessarily win in 2023, but you're looking at the next three to five years in terms of your winning window. And look and like one, yeah. I'll say I'll say one last thing. There'll be there will be people that if they take B. John Robinson will criticize them. And I'm sure there'll be people that listen as they criticize me. The reality is, as I said, if they take B. John Robinson, Ryan Pulse can stand up there on Thursday evening and say, We got better today. And he would not be lying at all. And and here's the other thing with a top 10 pick, you guys want to talk about mitigating risk. He's a pretty safe pick. Like I think everyone agrees, every draft analyst, everyone who evaluates talent will tell you at the very minimum, he's a top three right. prospect in the draft. I, I haven't I, heard I, lower than three from anyone. Studs, I, I, I'm with you. It, it, it's certainly top five. And, and you're talking about, as I, I said on our last episode, that the, the floor is high-level production standout, right? Like highly productive <laughs> NFL standout. And so your, your, your concerns are the opportunity cost of, uh, of pushing in in the running back position, and it's the durability question. When you look at guys like Barkley and McCaffrey who have spent a lot of time on the shelf because of injuries, but look like I'm all for guys who put the ball in the end zone. And while there might be criticism on draft night at the Bears took B. John Robinson, the jersey sales would be off the charts in May and June and July and August. And you'd go out to training camp at Lake Forest and you'd see Robinson jerseys all over the sidelines because people would be excited for what the sizzle of that wick could do to a fireworks show for the Chicago Bears. We've all addressed this in some form or fashion, but let's just restate it for the record before uh, while we're here on draft day. How would you address people or answer the question that, hey, if the Bears do draft Bijan Robinson, it's not a value position. So how could you devote the ninth overall pick to a position that isn't considered a value position. Ryan Poles has talked about moving the needle. To move the needle, you need stars. Bijan Robinson is a star. Case closed. 
That's it, right? Like let the yeah. let let the jury go back to deliberations and, and and chew on that for a little while. Stars, stars win football games. Bijan Robinson is a star. And I I thought of a comparison this morning. It's not the best comparison, but I think it's some it, it'll play a little bit here. When the Bengals took Jamar Chase in that in that in that draft, I was critical of them. A lot of people were critical of them for passing on Ryan a was. tackle. Yes. Yep. Jamar Chase made their offense better, and he makes their offense better every single week. It's a similar thing here. The offense gets better with him. And, you know, yes, they still need an offensive lineman. They might – they probably – even if they take Paris Johnson or Peter Skronsky, they're probably still not going to have a great offensive line in 2023. But the offense will be better. Like, I would be stunned if the offense performed worse with B. John Robinson than it did without it. So, Studs, are you really trying to tell us that you were the source on Reddit that said that the Bears <laughs> were going to draft Bijan Robinson? Because I'm really dying to know who that person was. There's been a lot of Reddit stuff. I got an article forwarded to me uh, via text from a friend. Apparently, there was an anonymous source on Reddit that said the, the, that Will Levis was going number one to the Panthers, and all of a sudden, his, his betting odds moved significantly. Yeah. Like, guys, guys, <laughs> the AI world is taking over. There is no such thing as reality anymore. It's just a bunch of stuff out there in the, in the world that's, that's colliding, and we don't know what's real and what's not. I'm terrified. But if an anonymous Reddit user can move the odds on Will Levis' well, Draft potential. We got big issues. I cannot wait until hologram Roger Goodell removes <laughs> us all from suspense and, and tells us who the Bears are going to draft on Thursday night in Kansas City. By all the right, way, that, that's a, that's a good that's a good uh, that's a good explanation, studs, on why Bijan Robinson makes sense to you. I've got two more things here because you said something earlier. I, I know it was in jest, but it was the last time I liked Justin Fields. I just wanted to pull, <laughs> pull, pull up my draft capsule on Justin Fields also because we put together a list of quarterbacks okay. they could be interested in. And and certainly, you know how I, how I have um, – fairly and both positively and negatively I, analyze Justin Fields over I, the years. I, Hold I, on. I, don't interrupt. I, 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 <laughs> 2021, why the Bears will draft Fields. The Bears need an injection of excitement at the quarterback position, and Fields is nothing if not exciting. He has an impressive combination of size and speed, size and speed with NFL Network analyst Daniel Jeremiah believing he can be a, quote, home run hitter as a runner at the next level. Fields also has impressive arm strength that is notably versatile, able to be effective out of the shotgun or from under center in the pocket or on the move. Furthermore, he checks the boxes for toughness and leadership ability. Some talent evaluators point to Fields production in Ohio State's college football playoff semifinal win over Clemson last season as irrefutable evidence of his competitive hunger and ability to shine on a big stage. Fields sparked that upset by completing 22 of 28 passes for 385 yards and six touchdowns. He was less impactful in a blowout loss to Alabama for the national title. Still, if Fields somehow slips out of the top five or even the top 10 of the draft, Ryan Pace should be ready to consider an aggressive trade up now to balance that off why they wouldn't draft Justin Fields Fields will have to answer questions about his ability to quickly work through progressions on a consistent basis there's a sense within some pockets of the league that he'll need time to develop his field vision polish his mechanics and handle pressure better in order to become a franchise changing NFL starter significant questions also remain about Fields' ability to handle zone coverages a flaw that contributed to Mitch Trubisky's unraveling with the Bears that's a weakness that is not to be discarded nonchalantly 
I turn the floor back over to you guys. Must also learn how to win and survive that <laughs> naggy. Did that get edited out of your copy there, Dan? I forgot about the learn to win okay. part because he was coming from a program that was winning. They were in the playoffs. And, okay. and I thought he had learned to win. I didn't know. I don't remember editing that out. I might not have been on the. Oh, no, that's right. I wasn't. Yeah, you were gone by that point. I was long gone by then. The robots were editing me at that's that right. point. They, were, they must have missed that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. You know, I, I think that, that that's very interesting to go back. And I think in two years, it would be fun to go back and look at how we describe the players that emerged. You know, two years ago, that was also the Micah Parsons draft. And we were talking about it on the air today about how, you know, all these things about now, Will Anderson, you're starting to hear about not having fast twitch muscles and other <laughs> things. My God, they were talking about Micah Parsons to the point where he dropped. Didn't he drop below Justin Fields? And he ends yep. up with the Cowboys. And you look at what he became. I just think this is a product of having so much time between the end of the college bowl season and the draft on uh, on Thursday night at the end of April. And there's, you know, C.J. Stroud in the test scores. All these things are perfect examples. Look, the, the, the guy who was just introduced in New York this afternoon was picked in the 20s. The guy who plays up in Minnesota and is selling out jerseys left and right was picked in the 20s. Justin Jefferson and Aaron Rodgers, who I'm speaking of. The draft is an inexact science. The best players in this draft will be picked all over the board. First round, second round, third round, fourth round. And 10 years from now, we'll go, holy cow. You know, the redrafts are always more interesting than the actual drafts. But... Look, we know where we're headed with this. Find me a football player, a guy that is reliable, dependable, and consistent. Explosive, that's great. That's rare, too, though. I I, I will stand by the Paris Johnson pick because I do think that it, it's, it fits all the criteria. It addresses a need, and it's, a, it, it's got a, a good chance of being successful. I would love, absolutely love the way that picking Bajan Robinson would be bold, it would be loud and it would make a statement and it would galvanize a fan base if they need galvanized, but it would be fun to consider. Dan, I think there's only a couple of picks that would make me cautious uh, if the bears were to stay at nine and to pick two guys that I think would be represent to me a little bit uh, skittishness. I think Tyree Wilson, because of the injury situation, <laughs> you're uh, still just, worried about that beeping metal detector. <laughs> well, even if they remove the screw, I do worry about the next time he rushes a passer will be the first time on a repaired ankle. I think we have seen a lot of examples of guys, even though he's shooting up the board in some mock drafts. And the other one obviously is Jalen Carter. With, without, you know, revisiting all the things that we have talked about, he would be 
the number one or two, the top defensive player in that defensive huddle if the Bears drafted him. I just don't know how long he might stay there and how much certainty he would create in terms of his production on a Sunday-to-Sunday basis and a season-to-season basis. It's not just about his rookie year. It's about the next three to five years. And can you trust that dependability with somebody who's – whose background suggests that it might not be – there's a lot of risk involved. I'd go one step further and say the next five to ten years because whoever you're picking at number nine, you want to sign to a long-term extension before they get to their fifth season, right? And that's what you're yeah. looking at as, as a long-term difference maker. I also think that a, a lean into Jalen Carter would hollow out all of the messaging that you've done for 15 months under Ryan Poles and, and Matt Aberflus of what you prioritize and the things that you want to build your, your program and your culture around. The talent is undeniable. Um, one of the things I wrote about Jalen Carter uh, earlier today was that it's like watching a wrecking ball flying beneath a fighter jet, right? That's the combination of speed and power that this guy brings to the table. It's breathtaking. But now you've got to figure out how that, how that fits into the equation. Um, again, we've been trying to dig for answer on, on how the Bears are leaning. Uh, on Jalen Carter, and we'll, we'll probably get our definitive answer sometime Thursday night, if not uh, by the end of the weekend. And this is what we can promise you in the audience for Thursday night. As after the Bears pick, we'll have an immediate reaction. I will tell you what I think about the pick. Dan will be working feverishly at Hallis <laughs> Hall, and then eventually he will come on and also share his opinion on the pick. If they trade down, well, let's reconvene and figure out what that means and what that means in terms of what player they get, and what that does to the timetable. On Friday, after you're sifting through all of our first-round opinions, we will set up round two because rounds two and three, Friday night, and then Saturday, the remainder of the draft. We'll be here all weekend for you coming in, coming out. Just stay uh, abreast on the social media pages at Take the North Pod. Also, just keep track of uh, of this podcast and when we drop uh, new episodes. So anything else, Dan, before we go, we both ended up in the same place, but that's okay because we came there from very different uh, uh, paths. We're, on, we're on the jetway toward a plane to Paris. Uh, one last nugget for you <laughs> on, 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 a, on, a, on a personal note. Uh, my son has become sort of a, a, a burgeoning draft Nick here. He has this uh, habit in the morning of turning on either Sports Center or the NFL Network. And I realized maybe a month and a half ago that he's not actually watching what's on the television, more often reading the ticker at the bottom and reading the crawl, right? And so he's developed this almost Rain Man knowledge base based on what comes across the crawl on those two channels. The other day, I'm in the kitchen making dinner and he's down in the other room and he says, Dad, I want you to challenge me. I said, what do you need me to do? He said, name me a college I'll name you the first round prospect from that college. <laughs> David, I named 11 schools, including Alabama twice and Ohio State three times. He didn't miss a single one. Wow. <laughs> he needs to make an appearance. That we need to have a post-draft appearance so he can break down the best prospects and draft picks of the Bears or whoever he wants to talk about. That's outstanding. Yeah, we'll see where it leads him. It could lead him into my chair at some point. Maybe it leads him into Ryan Poles' chair yeah. at some point, and we've got a new new uh, general manager up in Lake Forest. Well, that's pretty good. And I, he's a baseball guy, too. So, 
you know, he really should be watching replays of the Cubs and working on that, working on that, those mechanics and kind of looking like a young Kyle Hendricks. Well, you know, Tuesday night, he watched the bases clearing triple that Nico Horner hit late in that game to seal it. That was an exciting little moment, moment, moment to carry up to bedtime. And so, look, we, we are all about uh, filling his brain with meaningless sports trivia and nuggets as we go. Along. Well, watching the Cubs is better for his state of mind this month than watching the White Sox. <laughs> but that's another podcast and time for uh, time for us to head on out. So, all right, this is our first round draft day projection. Paris Johnson from Dan and I and Bijan Robinson from Adam Sudzinski. Have fun with that. Let us know what you think. You can find Take the North podcast on your free odyssey app you can watch us on 670 the scores youtube page enjoy the draft everybody we will be back as soon as the bears make a pick with our opinions of how they did thank you for watching and listening to the take the north podcast great talk see you out there 